Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to your podcast or mine, where the creative minds behind the mic are interviewed. Now, let's get things started. Here's your host, Sherry. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Your Podcast or Mine. I'm Sherry, and today I'm speaking with Mark Restuccia, one of the creative minds behind the podcast Best in Galaxy. So how are you doing today, Mark? Good. You pronounced my name completely perfectly as well. <laughs> I try. Mm-hmm. I try. Yeah. <laughs> I try to be as phonetically, <laughs> as phonetically uh, good as, as I possibly can. So, I'm impressed. Most uh, people just sneeze. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so usually it's just, hey, Mark. <laughs> yeah. Well, Stooch, that's what they call me. So. <laughs> oh, <laughs> or Stooch, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so um, why don't you tell me a little bit about uh, Best in Galaxy and uh, how it got started? Yeah, well, it was um, – well, me and uh, my good friend Patch Hyde when first started it. We had uh, – on, on the UK stand-up circuit, and uh, – then we we'd sort of known each other for quite a few years and, and we just started talking about sci-fi and star wars and things like that and, and we just sort of we did a gig in this brewery uh, and um one night and we just started chatting about it and said oh we should start one of these little podcasts where people talk about star wars or whatever and uh, and we thought we just we'd come at it from a different angle so we thought we don't want to just sit there and talk about Star Wars because about hundreds of millions of people do that and we don't know that much about it so we decided to do it like uh, as a sitcom so we kind of interviewed all these characters that you kind of see in the background of the films and who we just kind of made up names for and um, we played all the characters ourselves we did all the silly voices and then in the fourth episode uh, a comedian called Paul F. Taylor uh, dropped by and did like a guest spot and he did this character called old joe who was like the cleaner of the death style basically and um just made it a hundred times more fun and then we decided to just make a sitcom and take all these characters put them in their own world and we ended up with about 40 characters and and just doing 40 different voices and they're all based on yeah, people we've you know met throughout our lives, <laughs> or just like sort of twists on famous people, and uh, yeah, just kind of uh, people seem to like it. So we we just kept on making series, and every every series, if you look at it, every series is different. So the first one is like a spoof radio show, uh, and then the second one's a sitcom, um, you know, set in the Star Wars universe, but like where podcasters basically, and then the third one's. Uh, a kind of sort of mashup of the original 
Star Wars trilogy, but taken from the perspective of two blokes who are kind of reincarnated uh, and are basically they just work for the Empire, not realizing they're baddies. So, and then we took all those characters and then put them in their own universe, and now we've created this whole world called Best in Galaxy, which is like its own thing now. So it's kind of sort of evolved from this silly little mess around like kind of star wars parody and now it's its own thing and and uh yeah it's it's developed from there and it's become a as you know a book and uh an audio book and uh we're hopefully going to make a trilogy well we are going to make a trilogy of uh, uh for the novels so um yeah it's 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 good <laughs> it sounds like really, you know, it sounds really fun. I, I listened to a couple of of the episodes, and I, I just laugh. I just, I just picture like, you know, one one of the uh, characters that you would see in uh, the uh, cantina. Uh, you know, just like yeah. one of the guys just sitting there, you know, having a drink, <laughs> like as, yeah. as one of the characters in there, you know, like someone that, that you only see for a millisecond in, yeah, in exactly. Star Wars, yeah. for example. <laughs> yeah, like the, but, the guy that says, the stormtrooper that says, look, sir, droids. Yeah, he's the yeah. one, he's like a major character in that thing. <laughs> he's just said like three words. And he's kind of <laughs> one of our favorite little characters that we like to do. And he's, you know, he we call, I think we called him like TK127 or something in the first series but now he's called in the book he's called tc but he's the same kind of character except he's not a stormtrooper anymore he's like his own (laughs) kind of thing but it's just they're just silly very silly characters and 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 we just kind of play around with them and make them as ridiculous as we can (laughs) so so you mentioned that you have a a book a novel um that that plans to be a fully interactive and an audio book um that comes out when it's out well sneakily we've put the paper back out already but the official launch day is december the 8th for the kindle and then the audiobook uh, is going to be on audible but they don't annoyingly don't give you a, a firm sort of date to schedule its release so I've timed it so hopefully it'll come out the same day as the Kindle, but it might be a couple of days after or a couple of days before, I don't know. But um, yeah, around December the 8th is when everything should be sort of with us. But it's, uh, yeah, it's it's, it's taken a, a long time to do <laughs> and try and sort of coordinate <laughs> everything so it falls, the stars sort of align. But um, yeah, it's great. It's like you said, it's interactive as well. So it's kind of, uh, we've we've created a website for the baddies base which you can actually go to so all the links in the book you can click on or if you've got the paperback you can put them in your browser or whatever and they all work so all the email addresses the characters kind of talk to each other throughout the book and they give each other's email addresses to each other and the email addresses are all live so anyone who's reading the book can actually email the characters <laughs> and we the the characters well us <laughs> will answer so uh, like we'll so it's yeah it's interactive in that sense they can kind of email us and we'll answer them in character whatever character it is but yeah so it's it's loads of fun and it's, and you can it's, even apply for a job at the uh, yeah. Galaxy Killer Galaxy, Galaxy Base. Base yeah so it's um yeah so the the, the baddies website is uh, the, the the baddies in the book are called the Council. And they've created this base the size of a galaxy because obviously a base the size of a planet isn't good enough and they always get blown up. So they've decided <laughs> to go one step further and, and uh, they've got this, I mean, it's all explained in massive depth in the book how they do it. 
But um, yeah, they've, they've created this base called the Galaxy Killer Galaxy Base, and the website's Galaxy Killer Galaxy Base 42.org because they couldn't get Galaxy Killer Galaxy Base because 41 other people are trying to build these things as well. That's what, how we explain it in the book. <laughs> but yeah, you can apply for um, a job. So in the book, you'll, there'll be a link in the Kindle where we actually, me and Patch, the lead characters, um, get jobs as cleaners. And uh, the application form we're filling out, you can actually click on it and you can fill it out for yourself. And it's exactly the same as what comes up in the book. So you can, and you can email it off to us and we can apply um, under the guise of the MR department, which is miscellaneous resources, not human resources, <laughs> because obviously it's aliens and not just humans. <laughs> so the, the, the MR department will um, scrutinise your application and they'll get back to you and to see, tell you whether or not you've been successful in applying for a job. <laughs> so uh, we're kind of sort of hoping it's not too successful. <laughs> Loads of people. Well, I, I actually was doing... I, I was doing some clicking around, and, and I actually saw a couple of, of job postings that I may apply to, so yeah, that, that <laughs> I'm would not do going it. to you, tell you which ones they are, but... <laughs> no, we'll, um, we'll, we'll get a, we, you'll get a reply, definitely. <laughs> so, good luck with your application. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so, um, you know, you, you had mentioned that there are about, uh, well, considering that there are, I don't know how many podcasts out there now, a, a lot, mm. uh, and many Star Wars ones. You know, I, I listen to them, and I can't, and, you know, I, I'm a big Star Wars fan, but not like, I'm I'm just, you know, enough where I, I go see the movie, and then... Yeah. You know, I, I like it, I, I love it, and I'll watch them again, but I don't, yeah. like, go into the deep dives like a lot of people do. I'm not that sophisticated. So when I wear my Star Wars shirt and people ask me questions, I'm just like, uh, I have no idea what you're talking about, but yeah. <laughs> See, this is the problem we had, because we we just don't know enough. <laughs> so we had this fan when we first started called uh, Boxerless Bosks. Uh, his Twitter handle was and he used to pull us up on all the facts we got wrong and everything and he was great I love we absolutely adored this guy I haven't spoken to him for a while actually on Twitter but he was like our number one fan for ages and he would just despair like what we get wrong because we just didn't know enough (laughs) we were just like well well just and that became the essence of the podcast is just it's so messy and slapstick because it's all improvised Uh as well so we don't have a script yeah, well, or anything. We just we just kind of you know wing it. Uh, yeah. And oh, yeah, go on. Yeah. Well, you describe it as like a lo-fi sci-fi sitcom. So, yeah. You know, like. <laughs> yeah. What we mean by that is it's it's a sci-fi where everything in the galaxy is as, as crap as here so like, everybody's like got problems with their phone contract and everyone's like got the same problems we've got so they're no like laser guns or anything they're just like everyone's got rubbish stuff or and everyone takes visa you know there's mcdonald's on this planet and like you know there's all like just everything's the same all throughout the best in galaxy universe so everyone kind of uh, you know they're still using kind of like dial-up broadband in some planets and and you know, it's 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 uh, that's kind of what we mean by lo-fi sci-fi. Uh, so I mean, there are like laser effects, like sound effects. Because I'm, I, I'm a, uh, by trade, I'm a sound designer. I used to, I did it for like 25 years, 
Um, so I kind of know my onions when it comes to sound design. So I, I put a lot into the episodes. I spend like two days on every episode. Um, so, I, you know, that's what we, like what kind of gave it a little bit of an edge is because the sound design, you spend so much time on it, or I do. They, they just record the voices and then just run away and leave me to it. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, patched and poorly. But, uh, yeah, it's... Uh, yeah, so it's great. And the audio book took about three months to edit and sound design because, again, it's all, it's just a, a big kind of journey. It's a, every chapter is like a little mini movie. So it's all, I've spent so much time on the sound design and, and um, we've got music, like music in there and everything. So it's like a big, like nine hour audio drama. Um, yeah, so it's, it's good. It's really, really excited about releasing it. Well, you know, having having the, the background and the sound engineering is certainly helpful and yeah. you know and and plus uh you know the adding in all that enhances the episodes too so yeah. um how, how long uh does it take to prepare your um seasons or or your um episodes does it take a while or is it or just improvised well yeah we kind of we plan it out, so me and Patch and Paul will meet up and we'll go, right, okay, this is happening in this episode, or, or we, we uh, sometimes, we used to sort of plan out a series and then just do episode by episode, so we'll meet up one week, plan it all out, um, we'll, I'll, we'll all write it up, put our little ideas in, and then we just kind of print it out, and then we go scene by scene, we go, this is happening here. Paul just comes out with some amazing stuff that we just sit there going, wow. <laughs> he's so good at just coming out with like improvised gems that, that most of his stuff we kept we, we just keep in because he just rambles for ages and, and just comes out with some incredible bits and bobs um, so yeah we kind of just ramble really like through the episodes but with the audiobook it was a bit harder because it, it all had to be word perfect and it's more scripted so they were all like finding it really difficult to keep to the script, but then we'd read the whole book through and anything that sounded weird or didn't sound like it was working, we'd rewrite it. So it was a really good way of writing a book and, and recording an audio book. Um, but it's the only problem is you've just got to tally both up. So they both, <laughs> it's both the same thing. Otherwise, um, and that's where the work comes in really. But yeah, right, it's, a good, right. it's, it's a good way. If you're ever writing a book, get two friends to come around and read it with you. It's uh, it's it definitely definitely helps a lot. Uh, um, yeah. So what motivated you to to start the podcasting uh, route? And uh, was there a particular podcast that you had listened to that uh, maybe said, "Oh, hey, this is something that I could do," and um, maybe. Uh, do better uh, or or was it something that um you had always uh, thought about doing was it like an organic approach to it or was it something that you listened to that that motivated you um i think it was kind of a, a mixture of I, I used to do stand-up and I, I was on the comedy circuit for about eight or nine years and um it's where i met patch and paul and and paul still does stand up and he's he's uh he, He's doing very well at the moment. Actually, he's just he had his first little uh, TV appearance. Um, so, yeah, it was. I've always, I'd always wanted to write a sitcom that I could be really proud of. 
and it's notoriously hard in the television industry to kind of get stuff done or you've got to pitch stuff and you've got to wait around and I hate waiting around for things to happen so mm-hmm. I just thought you know what I'm just gonna I'm just gonna do it and and me and Patch went into it thinking this is good this is funny what we're doing but we it kind of developed into this amazing thing that was the most joyous thing we'd ever done and although we weren't getting any money for it we were just like I love doing this and this is it and we've made something that we can be so proud of and and every season is different and it's its own little kind of world and we love them all we every episode we're just like this is the best we can do so yeah it kind of um grew that, that's how it's sort of grown and then the next step was just to go well we're so proud of it we want, we want to do something where we can make some money out of it as well so then we decided well i decided to write the book and then um we all kind of chipped in did bits and bobs together with it and then paul's wife becky joined for the book and because there's now a female protagonist who's uh, one of the main characters in best in galaxy which is all new so um and she's just done an amazing job like she's she does all the female characters in best in galaxy now um so yeah it's it's kind of it's it's just constantly evolving i mean we haven't actually done a proper podcast episode since think about a year or so now we've just done little kind of promos character profiles and things like that and just sort of what them up on the podcast feed but because we've been working on the book we haven't had time to do the podcast but now that's all out and we're promoting that we're going to go back to writing some episodes and do another season like season six or something like that but um but yeah it's uh it's all new now so we've got this new character we've got this new member and it's uh it's really cool it's all about kind of reincarnation now and and um uh yeah it's it's just taken another level but you'll see you have to, to is is that what is going to be called uh sons of the stars yes yeah, the sons of the stars it's it's about two guys from another galaxy me and patch and we're kings and uh one fateful day some weird little natural disaster happens and we die so like by the end of chapter one your two heroes are dead (laughs) like straight away um and we go to the afterlife where you go to when you die and um realize uh there's a person who kind of dishes everyone puts everyone in their new bodies and she manages all the souls and and guides them into their new lives or whatever and she's called lacy cutlets um which whose name came from a, a, an Indian restaurant menu, which there's <laughs> a start called Lace, Lacey Cutlass, and I really liked it, so I decided to call her that. Um, <laughs> and uh, I think they mis—I thought they misspelled lamb cutlets, but they, apparently Lacey Cutlass is an actual um, proper dish. <laughs> so yeah, she's um, uh, she she basically puts Patch and Stooch, the main characters, into their new bodies, but she can't um, let them return to their home planet. Um, she won't tell them why and uh, she says well i can i can send you to another planet which um it's got humans on it called earth and so she sends us both to earth with our past life memories and um you because you've got the option <laughs> to come back with your, with your past life memory or not 
so there's two portals uh, and you go through one to sort of go back and if you go back with your past life memory you get much you get more power every lifetime you kind of go back and reincarnate you get more and more powerful um so me and patch go through and then of course patch is like the idiot who goes through the wrong portal and goes back without his memory so then i have to convince him that i'm from another we're both from another <laughs> planet <laughs> and we've reincarnated on earth and we need to get home and the whole book's about us trying to get back to our home planet and him not quite believing me that he's a reincarnated alien <laughs> so yeah this is a mad little storyline but it's kind of um yeah it all it all kind of um unfolds uh, during the first episode and this is kind of like a setup to the whole trilogy kind of thing but i mean loads loads of stuff happens and then um yeah i won't i won't i won't spoil anything but it's it's yeah it's, it's really really good fun it's just really stupid stuff <laughs> uh, really silly silly jokes uh, yeah well, you, you did you did so well that in you know in 2017 you won a, an award. Uh, what is the story behind that? Yeah, we um, well we entered a couple of competitions like these uh, these award things because a lot of these things you kind of enter and then they a page will flash up saying, "Oh, can you pay us fifty pounds?" We're like, "No, <laughs> why should we pay you to enter like an awards thing?" Um, so we found this one called the Parsec Awards and they seem quite fair and they were kind of like a sci-fi thing and um, you kind of choose your category and I think we went for best comedy um, or, or speculative fiction or something like that and yeah we won we, we just put this kind of 10 minute compilation clip in of like all our best bits and they really liked it and then we we ended up winning it and then we got these three awards shipped from America <laughs> and uh, yeah it was great um, so that's that award's on my little on my mantelpiece at the moment. It's great. Yeah, it's really I'm really proud of that. So yeah, that that sort of came from nowhere, and we just entered it thinking, oh well, we'll just give it a go. Um, so yeah, we I guess we should start entering some more competitions, <laughs> see what happens. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, um, what do you wish you had known when you started out? Um. I don't know. I mean, like, obviously, building an audience is a it's, it's a constant battle for uh, for people who do podcasts. You've got to really kind of be consistent. And the trouble is with us because we're all so busy and we do different things. And Paul's like, uh, you know, quite a successful stand-up comedian, so he's gigging a lot and he's not around. And um, Patch runs his own fudge shop, which is featured in the book actually. Um, so, uh, and I'm, I do voiceover work and I do, uh, I still do some sound design stuff and, and, um, bits and bobs, um, and obviously writing the book and everything. So we're, we're all kind of busy doing our different things. So getting us all together is a real chore. So yeah, I, I kind of, uh, podcasters I've spoken to, they, they get a load of episodes wrapped up and then they kind of release them one after the other. And I think that's something I wish we'd have done because you the more consistent we are the bigger our audience is and then you can see it drop off and and when you're not releasing anything for ages obviously because you're not doing anything so yeah i kind of wish i'd known uh, you know we, we wish we'd been patient enough to plan episodes but the thing is we're just we're quite impatient so we kind of just go <laughs> right we want to we'll, we'll just get this out there and then we'll, we'll do the other one in a couple of weeks and then that couple of weeks never happens so 
our, our episodes, if you look at our whole thing, it looks like one, like the first season came out once every two weeks and then it gradually dropped off to like one a month and then one every three weeks, one and then one five weeks and six weeks. So it's really <laughs> inconsistent. But that's out in the style of what, you know, what our podcast is anyway. It's just all over the place, <laughs> um, uh, which is the kind of vibe that we like, really. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> so I, I mean you mentioned that you do a lot of, of different things outside of the podcasting I mean just life in general can get in the way of, of podcasting you know I mean even even myself I mean there are some days that I do like three or four episodes in a day and I just am like okay that's it <laughs> yeah. I need to step away I need to step away for a while but mm. um, it, you know uh it, I enjoy it, so I don't mind, you know, and it sounds like that it's the same for for the three of you, too, well, the four of you now, um, you know, so, but um, in context, are there any um, resources that have really helped you along the way? Um, yeah, I think the kind of podcast communities that we've come across have been really helpful because they're really supportive and they're really nice, like the audio drama guys um uh, like audio fiction people just seem to be really supportive of each other so they're really kind of good to uh kind of get in with and hang around with and chat to on online and there's this they've got like discord servers and stuff and um, i wish i had more time to kind of spend you know getting to know these people a bit more but there's like three or four people um there's another podcast called oz nine uh, a sci-fi podcast and they're great you know they're they're um we chat to them um quite a bit and yeah it's it's uh i think it's good to kind of interact with people it's just having the time to do it and and i know everyone's got phones and like you can do it on the train and everything but there's always some other little distraction isn't there uh but yeah it's i think that's a really good like um thing to do is just kind of chat to people who do podcasts and 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 different kind of podcasts as well like there's the there's a guy who chats to sometimes or tweets sometimes who does like a retro 80s uh um podcast um uh, the geeky retro 80s show uh and it's it's great and he gets some amazing guests uh but he's a really cool guy and he you know um you kind of sort of we tweet each other from time to time and it's good to kind of interact with people you feel like you're sort of part of a podcast community do you know what I mean oh absolutely I mean without the um knowledge of of some of the people that have been around a little bit longer it, it's definitely helpful to to get their insight and not just that but have their support too like it's it's a very supportive community it's not uh very uh you know uh backstabbing like maybe the television industry or the music industry or you know it, it's a very supportive industry. community <laughs> yeah the stand-up <laughs> industry was very much like that it was very 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 backstabbed very uh, horrible <laughs> yeah uh comedies like that it's, it's just not very really nice. yeah oh, nobody really cares everyone's kind of looking over your shoulder when you you know you know if, if there's someone more important behind you that they want to talk to you know it's that kind of thing Whereas, um, you know, podcasters seem to have more time to kind of stop and chat or, or you know, offer advice or whatever. 
Yeah, it's, I, it's, it's a big competition. Com- the comedy circuit is very, it's just everything's a competition. Uh, yeah, that's that's very interesting to me. I I never knew that. I mean, I know that there's competition in in every uh, field, but you know, even podcasting. I mean, I I would assume that, like for example, um, Joe Rogan, who's probably one of the top uh, podcasters out there, is looking. Um, at the numbers that maybe perhaps Conan O'Brien or Russell Brand are bringing in, you know, but yeah. I'm not because <laughs> yeah, I mean, a I'm you... not a celebrity, and b um, you know th- there's so much out there to for everyone's taste to listen to that you know if if you don't like my show about podcasting. There are other podcasts about podcasting too. So, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think the key is just concentrate on what you're doing and, and don't worry about anyone else. Just as long as you exactly. think what you're doing is great and, and you're enjoying it and just having a laugh doing it, and and it's, you know, what? Why not? That that's that's my kind of. That's, I wish I'd known that with comedy because like you kind of you get so wrapped up and absorbed in how well everyone else is doing and it's all very competitive. Whereas you just need to kind of sit back and go, you know what, I'm doing something good and I'm enjoying it, so let's just see what happens. And mm-hmm. you find that kind of things, little things start to happen. You know, I didn't think like this time last year I'd set up a publishing company and put put out, you know, my own. I've got already got my first novel out and this is my second one. So it's kind of like, it's not selling like loads and loads, but it, it's it's kind of, well, I've done it. I've done this, you know, and it's all kind of tied in with Best in Galaxy and, 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 you know, I'm just sort of on the road to creating this massive universe. And it's really exciting because I'm just like, I can't wait to write my next book. And then I've got plans for um, another little series um, which is going to come out of that. So you, you just kind of just roll through each day going, right, I'm, I'm doing something good today. I'll do something good tomorrow. And, and yeah, it doesn't matter how little or much you do as long as you're doing something towards it it just makes you feel like you're doing something good right right so um you mentioned that you know the challenges of of scheduling and um you know getting the episodes together what what is probably the most um satisfying part about podcasting besides you know being with your friends and and recording something that is funny um and having a good time doing it um what other uh benefits do you are you getting out of it um i just when you know when somebody leaves a good review or, or somebody will tweet you saying how that how much they enjoyed your episode or somebody like new finds it and they're like you, you know very occasionally you might, you'll get a tweet from someone going oh why didn't where's this been hiding or and that's a, a, obviously a really nice feeling. <laughs> you just go, wow, this, you know, some someone's found this nonsense that we do, and they really like it. And and I think that's kind of the the reward for it, really, because you, you, you're making someone's day. You know, you're, and they they're looking out for your next episode, and and they're kind of like they're not sitting around waiting for you specifically. But when it comes out, they're kind of, oh, good, this is a new thing from these guys they see what's going on and they feel like they kind of um with best in galaxy it's very much like the audience are in on the joke so we we break the fourth wall quite a lot and we give knowing little nods to people listening um uh, they know when we screw up and things like that and, and we mention it and we we keep all the laughs in and stuff like that so it's very much a kind of thing 
you can listen to and go, you feel like you're part of it. Do you know what I mean? And that's what we wanted to create, really. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so um, this is completely unrelated to uh, podcasting. Well, maybe it, it is, but um, is there anything that you've read or listened to that uh, has inspired you recently? Um, <laughs> to be honest, I, just, I have, just haven't had time to like do anything, <laughs> to read anything. Or I mean, I like you know that I've um, yeah, I mean. On Netflix, the odd thing, like you know, like the Breaking Bad thing will come up, pop up, you know, the El Camino thing. You think, wow, yeah, that's a that's a good thing. I wish I could do something like that. But it's a different ball game, you know. It's a different kind of um, uh, thing. But yeah, it's just you just you know when you see something good like that, you go, oh, that is you know to to make something as good as that in your own field would, would be great. So yeah, you're, you're constantly inspired by things around you, you know, that are, that are good. Um, and you just kind of well, go, maybe right, you I'm could what? do a Breaking Bad in space. <laughs> well, this is this, this is uh, one of the reviews we had on Podchase was uh, uh, somebody said that it was our um, series was Breaking Bad binge worthy, and we we're like that is the highest accolade um, we could ever get. <laughs> like, it's like, it's, you know, one of the best things ever. So uh, yeah, we were we we were really really chuffed to get something like that. Um, but yeah, that was that was actually Adam from the uh, the Geeky Retro Nerd Show. Um, but yeah, it was uh, just things like that. You just go, wow, that's that's. I'll have to check that one there. out for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So um, yeah, so so we were like, yeah, good achievement unlocked. Let's let's, uh, let's just make some more. But you know, it's like I said, we've just got to find the time to make it. I think in the the new year, we'll definitely get a season six. Because we kind of stopped halfway through season five to write a book, um, and left everyone hanging, really. But we sort of we did it in a way where it seemed like it could be an end. But we were like, ah, just we'll get back to it at some point. But we will, we will definitely. Um, but yeah, and it's it's yeah, I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> well, um, do you have social media pages where people can find you? Um, and also, uh, the website. Uh, please share that too. Yeah, yeah, we've uh, at Best in Galaxy on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, um, all the usuals. Um, and yeah, com is where our website is. And it's got all the kind of wonderful um, character drawings because um, we had a, a guy called Olaf Falafel who was doing all our drawings and he drew us all, drew all the characters and everything. And he was, he was great. and um, But he just... He's a children's author himself, and he's just got too busy to carry on with it. So we found this other guy called Alistair uh, Beckett-King, and my word, he's just done some amazing work on the book. I mean, if you've seen the cover of the book, he did that, and he's done the drawings that go inside. We've got like six or seven drawings um, that go in the book as well. And um, But yeah, he's drawn all the characters, and they're all on the website, and you can see them all, and you can kind of... Um, uh, there's audio clips of all the different characters and all the, uh, all from the new book and, and stuff like that. So, yeah, it's, uh, have a little nose around. Yeah, and it gives a, a, a description of the cast and the audio and all of the, you know, descriptions of the characters. And uh, it gives a, a great uh, overview of, of the whole podcast and the uh, book itself. 
Yeah, yeah. It's we've kind of sort of uh, centered it more around the book at the moment. So if you go back to listen to the podcast, you'll be like, "What is going on? <laughs> Who are these people?" And then you, the more if you listen from season one, you'll see how the characters develop and they turn into these characters that are now who they are on the website so it's quite interesting uh, an interesting little journey for people to kind of you know if they want to stick with it then it, it'll be worth it because you'll see how they kind of all uh, turn into the characters that are in the book because the book essentially starts from scratch so anyone can jump in and read the book and not having listened to the podcast before but it does make it more fun if you have because it's got knowing little nods to all the characters you kind of started out with uh, yeah so um, I'm guessing that your podcast is available basically everywhere you can find podcasts like the Apple, the uh, Spotify, all of that, all of those resources yeah. too. Yeah, yeah. Google, uh, I think it's on Stitcher as well, Audio Boom, iTunes, yeah, all that, Spotify, it's, it's pretty much all over the place. So uh, Mark, do you have any closing thoughts you'd like to share to people listening to this podcast? and who are just discovering yours or anyone you'd like to give a shout out to that has been a, a great supporter, anything of that um, nature? Yeah, uh, I would actually, yeah, there's, uh, um, uh, this guy called podcast junkie who kind of like, he's very, very supportive of indie podcasts and he's built this whole community kind of, uh, of, well, I don't know, you know, I'd say from nothing, but like, you know, he's got a lot of really cool people who kind of interact with him and, and he's very, very supportive of new podcasts, and he'll uh, uh, he's been really cool with us as well. Um, so yeah, I'd, I'd like to you know give a little shout out to him uh, and uh, Rutland as well. He's another guy who's kind of in that gang. Um, very, very supportive. Just will retweet people, you know, uh, champion people that are starting out. Uh, and same with uh, who I mentioned before, Oz9, they're, they're just uh, really cool as well. Um, yeah, um, but yeah, Podcast Junkie's got a Discord server as well, so go and join that, and, and you can chat to podcasters as well who are really, you know, they, they want to talk to people who listen to their stuff and, and answer their questions, and yeah, it's just a kind of really cool thing that he's built. So yeah, that's kind of it, just kind of, you know, just chat to people and and just build this kind of everyone's doing the same thing so it's it's nice to have people who support each other i agree i agree so in closing is there anything you'd like to share about Baxton galaxy um yeah i mean we're gonna get start a new series next year definitely <laughs> um so we're just gonna get the book out really so the the book's coming out december the 8th um, the audio book will be shortly after that on Audible. Books can be on Amazon, Kindle, and paperback. And yeah, it's great. You you'll absolutely love it. It's just really there's no political agenda. <laughs> it's just stupid, funny stuff. Uh, and it's just what you'd do if you were reincarnated with your past life memory and you ended up on this planet. You'd be like, I just want to leave. <laughs> and uh, yeah, they do. So you can follow their little journey, and it's um, uh, it's the first in a trilogy, and it's going to be uh, really good. It's going to it's a really we're really 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 proud of it, and the audio book is like another dimension to it. It's, it's people are going to really really enjoy it, um, and especially the interactive stuff as well. So it's all it's all um, really fun stuff. So yeah, that's it. 
that's kind of what well then I'd recommend people to to buy the physical book and the audio book as a companion then and yeah uh, yeah that would be <laughs> a fun thing yeah it would be a, a well the, the yeah because the physical book and the kindle they've got all the pictures in and you can see what galaxy killer galaxy base looks like and you see you can see what our ship the rinse magoo looks like and uh yeah there's a couple of other little surprises in there that, that um alistair's done um and there's a map of the best in galaxy universe so yeah it's just, there's there's loads of stuff in there so it's yeah just buy everything <laughs> <laughs> well, um, Mark Rastuccio from Best in Galaxy, thank you so much for uh, joining me on your podcast of mine. I really appreciate it, and uh, thanks for letting us know about your amazing uh, sitcom about everything in space with, with all of your characters and all the, the zany uh, <laughs> adventures <laughs> they go on. So uh, yeah, thank you no again. no worries. No worries at all. Thanks for having me. <laughs> and thank you to everyone for listening to your podcast or mine, and uh, we'll be talking to you soon. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires goal for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC.